Welcome to the Be Your Own Muse podcast, chicken soup for the weary artist, the content creator, and the vision holder's soul. I'm your host, Katie Skinner. Are you an artist, an entrepreneur, or a recovering perfectionist who wants the secret to boundless inspiration and to never experience any creative blocks ever again? It's my radical belief that the best way to achieve this is to get more acquainted with yourself and your own uniqueness first. In this podcast, I flip the script on the belief that everything we need to succeed and to be great is outside of ourselves. I challenge outdated paradigms that slow our excitement for our work, and I share anecdotes, stories, and inspirational tips and pep talks to fuel your passion, productivity, and success. Permission to look at your work, everything you've accomplished, and yourself in a new light starts now. Okay, so let me ask you this. What is the difference between reading a book about playing the piano and playing the piano? If you read a book about playing the piano, can you actually play the piano? Would you feel comfortable getting up on a stage in front of other people and playing the piano? Would you feel comfortable joining a band? Um, My guess is probably not. And reading the book about the piano (laughs) is really important to understand the history and the mechanics. And it's very crucial and amazing to gather that background information and understand why you're doing it. And it can increase your passion. And it can always be that, that manual that you refer back to as you're practicing the piano, knowing that you're never alone, really like here, you never just have to go sit on a piano and sit, sit on a piano, sit at a piano and figure it out, right? Like just kind of put your hands on the keys and figure it out. The reality is, is that you really need both. Um, and I actually gave up learning how to play piano when I was like 18 years old. So <laughs> I guess I'm a little bit of a hypocrite here. But the analogy that I'm making here is when I started building the life that I actually wanted, um, I didn't like my job um, when I was 23. So I made my own job. I built my own job by forging my own connections, um, learning new skills, building new habits and speaking to myself differently. I had to identify myself very differently. Um, and I read a lot and I read a lot of books and I watched a lot of YouTube videos and I Googled a whole bunch, but then I kind of started to realize like, wow, I'm so knowledgeable on the information (laughs) on how to start a business, but I've never actually done it. So I knew that there was a point where I just had to leap. And that's what I'm here now to tell you. This is just, this is just your little daily pep talk that the best way to have wisdom is to, ch- to change your life. Okay, so the best way to change your life is to have the wisdom to do so. So think about it like driving. You right now feel like you might be a pretty confident driver, right? Like maybe it's raining a little bit or maybe there's some snow on the ground or maybe there's like it's rush hour or something. But generally speaking, you feel fairly confident on on doing that, or let's say you want to make a cross country trip, or you want to go to the you want to go to the beach or something, before leaving your house and getting in your car, do you freak out about what if somebody there's an accident, or what if there's cones on the on the road, or what if somebody is uh, you know God forbid a drunk driver and just is out of control? Do you worry about that before you leave the house? No, there's this sense of trust in yourself. I assume that. When you're driving and something happens, there's there's construction or what have you, you trust that you'll know what to do when you get there. And when you're driving, you're just like in this flow, in this state of trance. And if something appears different, 
like your exit is closed or like I said, someone is, is not driving safely or maybe a squirrel is running across the street, then your brain would kick in and you'd say, okay, this is a new problem. And you would act accordingly. (laughs) You trust yourself. So my question is, why do you not trust yourself now enough to build the life that you want? Why do you not trust yourself enough to act in your creative pursuits the way that you really want to? To let go of the reins of control that you have on the way that you're, you're running your life right now. Why do you trust other people to do what they're doing more than yourself? I'm going to tell you something that I think not a lot of you know. Most days, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> and it blows my mind when people say things like, well, once I have this knowledge like you do, once I, once I figured out like you, you know, it's just so easy for you. It's not easy for me. That's actually something I've heard a lot is I can't, I'm not like you. I can't just do this. See, <laughs> I feel like I've said this a couple times in other episodes, but the reason that Be Your Own Muse is my mission, it's my brand, it's my, the name of this podcast was because this is the biggest challenge for me. I was, I was such a codependent kid. I was always copying other people growing up. I had such a hard time developing my own style. And I felt like every time I tried, I was made fun of for it. And so I would stop. So when it came to building my own dream life, I found that anytime I tried to imitate somebody else or just get the answers off of somebody else or copy what somebody else was doing or wait until it was absolutely perfect and I had all the proof, I found that it didn't work out. Something stressful would happen or something traumatizing would happen or I would just be very lovingly redirected by the universe to figure it out for myself. So I'll ask you again. Have you just read the book on playing the piano or are you actually out there playing piano? Maybe you need to hire a tutor, maybe someone who's already been there before to to guide you to, you know, maybe save yourself some time and some stress and some embarrassment when you tell all your friends, hey, I want to play the piano in your band. And then they realize that you don't actually know how to play piano. You just read a million books on it and never actually did it. So allow yourself that joy, the expansion, the creativity to actually get out there and embody the life that you want. And I think that our, our modern school system, at least in the United States, has failed us in a way that we put our nose in a book and learn all of the history and the policy and what have you without really getting our hands in there. For me personally, I don't know about you, but whenever we would have a field trip or um, we would have a guest speaker or something, I always did very well on the tests that followed. But when there was no guest speaker, (laughs) no field trip, I always did really poorly I am definitely an experiential learner, and I like to believe that you are too. And even if you're not sure, why not give it a try? So one thing that I want you to try and do today, and if it feels good, then maybe journal about it a little bit before, but give yourself a chance to be sucky at something that you really one day want to be good at. (laughs) I mean, I think the best advice that I can give you right now is just allow yourself to suck. I can't even tell you like how sucky I've been at the beginning of this journey. I mean, even now, like I still tell myself sometimes that I feel like I should be farther along. So this message is just for you as it is for me. 
But this is something that I get in my DMs so much. I get so many comments on people saying that they're perfectionists and they just can't do it until it's perfect. And what's interesting about that is that I think that you might be waiting for something to change. Do you think that you go from reading a book about piano to waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting to then being able to play in a classical music music concert where people pay $400 a ticket? It really does not work like that. And in order to be your own muse, in order to inspire yourself the most and to take off the, the, the grip that you have on feeling like you need to be like somebody else or have what somebody else has or this, this wish that other people would fail so that you would look better, to let go of that, you have to inspire yourself. I, I have shared the story many, many times. I used to be incredibly codependent and I thought that the only way for me to get ahead was for other people to fail or for me to be like other people. So if my neighbor fails, if my neighbor does poorly at piano, <laughs> then I will look better, right? Or if my neighbor tells me exactly what he did to make that piano playing, this is just an analogy, this doesn't actually happen with piano playing, tell me exactly what they did to make their piano playing experience so amazing, and I was able to internalize it and execute it perfectly on my first try. Those were the only ways that I could be successful. And I'm finding now that that is just absolutely not the truth. So I'm going to ask you again, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for to give it a shot? If you feel like you have this desire in your heart, in your chest, in your soul to do something, and you're not exactly sure what the steps are, my biggest pieces of advice for you are to Google it, look it up, Literally, I think it's amazing at Google these days. <laughs> you can Google anything and you will get an answer. You might be referred to somebody's blog, somebody's YouTube channel, but there is so much information out there. Literally Google it. How do I start a business? How do I work up the um, work up the bravery to ask someone out? How do I um, change my appearance? Like if you want to do a new look, <laughs> change your look. <laughs> in a way that compliments me. I'm on Pinterest a lot these days, guys, too, because I like to look for visuals of, of the life that I want to live. I like to look for houses and clothing and things like that that really allow me that reflection of what I want to portray. So I recommend that you Google things and take a lot of notes. I mean, <laughs> if you had a traumatic experience in school like I did, I mean, I just felt like I was never smart enough. I felt so dumb. Um, I felt like I could never get ahead. But this allowed me an opportunity to, to rewrite that story by becoming a good student of life, taking good notes when I go to Google, taking um, screenshots and saving things and referring back to them and studying them and embodying them and infiltrating them into my subconscious and my aura and just having a really juicy good time with it. I really recommend that you go to Google and start getting some steps. And if you still feel really overwhelmed and stuck, I seriously, seriously recommend that you hire a coach. Hire somebody who's been there, who's doing what you're doing, who will meet you where you're at and will talk you through this. I mean, it is it, you will get everything back that you invested in that. I, If you do the work, <laughs> I guarantee you because that's somebody who knows exactly how you're feeling and can take your overwhelm and your pain and your your frustration and your fear and transmute it into steps and they will give you a guide and a good coach will understand your desire to receive support this isn't this isn't your 
your superhero. You know, this isn't your savior. This isn't your guru. This is somebody who's giving you support. The best analogy I can think of to hiring a coach is somebody is, you are paying rent in somebody else's energy and you are paying them space to live in their mind. And they are thinking of you and they are putting their their hard-earned support and energy and expertise into you and transmuting them into you. And I, I can't speak enough for how valuable that is. Provided that you find the coach that is the right fit for you, this is like such a good idea. And there's coaches for everything, you guys, especially since um, the pandemic happened. I'm seeing a lot of virtual teachers in just about every field. Um, if you do some digging, I guarantee you and the right one will find you too. Um, that's how it's always been for me is I've always allowed my coaches to find me in a way. So that there's just it can't be enough to be said about that. But really just think about all that happens and however you decide to proceed in your life, just understand that like you are gathering experience, you're gathering data, you're you're collecting stories and you're transmuting that into wisdom. I mean, if you think about any of your favorite speakers like Oprah or Tony Robbins or whoever, <laughs> um, those people learned from, I don't even want to call them mistakes. Like they're so open about what didn't work. And it's so easy for your brain to see the glitz and glamour and it be overwhelmed and intimidated by that and feel like it always was that way for them. But it wasn't, it was not. I mean, I, I even I even received comments from people sometimes that, that really inspired me to make this message that it was not always this way. Absolutely not always this way. And I mean, even now, currently, my life is not glamorous at all. Like, I have a lot of challenges. They change year to year because that's what happens when you move forward. You, you just swap your problems for other problems. So currently now, a problem that I do not have anymore is how do I start? Or... I'm too scared to start. <laughs> Those are not problems that I have anymore. Now I have problems on like taxes and where should I invest and uh, how do I best serve my clients? Like those are my challenges now. Wouldn't you rather have those upgraded problems than the ones that you have right now? Also consider the um, solutions. I'm sorry, the the benefits. The benefits that you have right now. What is the benefit to you being here where you are right now? Not having started, too afraid to try, what is the benefit for you being here where you are right now? And you might be like, Katie, there is no benefit. Well, <laughs> you're here for a reason. And that's because there's something comfortable and familiar about it. You're here for a reason. And I don't blame you at all. At all, at all. I, I, I just want to bring that awareness to you in case no one's ever explained it to you this way. What is the benefit to you being where you are right now? It might be comfort. It might be predictability. Like we love routine. Our brains, like our neural pathways, like you spent so much time building up that neural pathway on how to do what you're doing now. So right now, you know how to make as much money as you're making right now. You know how to create the things that you've created right now. You know how to maintain the type of relationships you know how to maintain right now. You know how to live in the city that you currently live in right now. Your brain has done that neural pathway however many times. You know how to do that right now. And like they say, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you always have. So taking that step into the next level version of yourself, wherever you want to be, they're going to have problems too. They're going to have a different set of problems and they're also going to have a different set of benefits with the benefit that they're experiencing right now. What life are they living? What parties are they having? What money are they spending? What streets are they walking down? 
that you don't get to right now. And just kind of ask yourself, like, no judgment here, because I've actually, through this process, I've actually told myself, and I've kind of realized through doing this exercise that I just mentioned, that there's some things that I thought I wanted that I actually didn't want. Because I'm like thinking like, okay, what, what, the next level version of myself that has all the things that I want. I don't actually, I don't actually want that anymore. Um, for me, one thing that I, I do not really want is to spend all of my money in like absolute luxury. I, I, I mean, at least right now, <laughs> I don't crave like cool cars and bottle service and VIP and first class. Like that does not resonate with me. Like that's not what I'm working for. Um, anytime I've ever gotten a luxury item like that, that's been like a side bonus or like a gift or just like a little thing I wanted to treat myself to. But I used to be very motivated by luxury. And I talked a little bit more about that in my podcast episode about luxury. Um, I, I can't remember which episode it was, but yeah, I talked about that a little bit more there. But if you find the point is that you don't resonate with the problems and benefits that this next level version of you has, that's okay. Like maybe you thought that you always wanted to grow up and live in New York and be a supermodel or you wanted to live a humble lifestyle in Florida or something like that. And then when you really think about it, you're like, that's actually not what I want. And that's totally okay. That's what makes this program, this, sorry, this exercise, this like reprogramming of the mind, which is what I was going to say. This reprogramming, this, this visualization exercise, so powerful. So think about that a little bit and ask yourself, what is one thing that I feel like I can accomplish in the next 90 days towards my goal? And of course, it doesn't have to be 90, it can be anything. But I really, really want to empower you to just go for it. Because I believe in you. I'm always here for you. I made this podcast for you. And my Instagram for you. (laughs) My website, my Facebook, everything, it's for you and for your up up level. Because I was tired of seeing other people waiting on somebody else. You can get high on your own supply. You can just relish in your own energy. So that's all I got for you, Muse. I believe in you. You can do this. Ask yourself, what is that one step you can take today, maybe, just to set off that domino effect for the next 90 days? Uh, And I'm rooting for you, girl. Thank you so much for joining me today on an episode of the Be Your Own Muse podcast. I do not take it lightly at all that you are here with me, and I sincerely hope that you're able to find some takeaway for your work, your productivity, how you approach your to-do lists, how you think of creativity and the creative process differently, even how you look at yourself in the mirror. If you had any takeaways that you'd love to share with me, please screenshot this episode and tag me at I am underscore my own muse. And if you really enjoyed this episode and you have a friend who would resonate with this, please share this episode with them because I do believe that this message that I have shared with you could change so many people's lives. Also, feel free to join us at the Be Your Own Muse Facebook group to find like-minded individuals such as yourself and participate in challenges, giveaways, live podcast recordings, and interesting conversation topics. 
please search Be Your Own Muse, a free group for artists, visionaries, and change makers to join the community that holds space for expansion and inspiration for artists, dreamers, and vision holders. Thank you so much again, and I cannot wait to see you on the next episode.